Hello, and welcome to the Grand Cinema Hotel, a podcast hosted by two friends who love cinema. I'm Gus, and I'm joined with my co-host Alvaro. Tonight, you'll be staying in room 148, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, directed by Ryan Coogler. So go ahead, get comfortable, and throw on that Do Not Disturb sign as we watch the latest MCU entry, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Are oh, you? I have many names. My people call me Ahkukungan. But my enemies call me Namor. I need to know if Wakanda is an ally or an enemy. MCU heads and thank you for checking back into the Grand Cinema Hotel for a very special episode. Uh, this is the first official Marvel entry into the Grand Cinema Hotel, uh, a room that is we've you know we talked about some in lobby talks before, but here we are today to talk about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I'm here with Alvaro What's and up, guys? Uh, let's let's just crack this open, man. We're here to talk about the MCU, uh, the Black Panther movie, and uh, just. I think it's time to get out our feelings about how we really are dealing with this universe, you know? Yeah, as the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, so, not we've obviously talked about it in Lobby Talks before. We're actually pretty, I would say, fair fans of the MCU as for the for What's a long time? majority. What's yeah, for a long majority of its time. Uh, I know Gus specifically really followed the whole. I was the there whole since universe. the very yeah. first Iron Man till till now, you know. Very I mean? yeah, and like even when we had the Infinity Saga ending, we were all really into it. You know, it was really exciting the way it ended, and I I still even watching those movies back now, which I have to see if it was just something a nostalgic. I still do like them. Yes, yes, yeah. that that is one thing I wanted to harp on as well is that I have gone back and watched some of the older ones to see if it was just. Um, a younger Gus who enjoyed those movies and it, it's not like there really is standout Marvel movies that I have enjoyed and I just think the product is deteriorating at a very fast rate and I think I'd, I'd, I like that because I would like to segue kind of into how this will turn into the movie but that I think the difference is the A-listers and we were talking yeah. about that is the, the people who were in these movies and um, Wakanda Forever obviously suffered from real life um issues that made this movie kind of have to sidetrack into something else but i think that's aside from this movie i think a lot of the actors that we're getting in phase four is a little underwhelming for me at least yeah definitely and uh we don't have to dance around the subject much longer i mean rest in peace chadwick Boseman. exactly he was an amazing actor i mean he seemed like a great person as well we don't usually do this kind of stuff where like i would vouch for an actor's personality but he meant a lot to a lot of people mm -hmm. and he was bigger than the MCU, you know, like yeah. I know that that is what made him who he is. Um, although he's done a ton of other incredible work. Like That's my first, say. my first uh, interaction with Chadwick Boseman was 42, the Me Jackie too. Robinson movie. And I thought he was phenomenal in that. Yeah. And then, you know, you have like the, uh, the James Brown movie and other, uh, other roles that he's done. And this was a, uh, an A-list movie star, mm -hmm. like someone really on top of their game. And, uh, you know, his family, the MCU, the world really lost like a, a special, special actor. Like I was legitimately sad when Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah, I, you know? I, agree. I was just like, fuck, like this was a this was a guy like we talked about Daniel Kaluuya 
previously when we do when we did like nope and get out and like how he is a very special talent as well mm-hmm. but i feel like chadwick boseman was there too but he was getting i don't want to say lost in the in the marvel stuff but he was like he was the best part of a lot of these things that he was in since civil war you know i think it just made so much sense that maybe we felt that way but seeing where the phase four is um i think the, he was the A-lister that was going to carry a lot of what this um, new I, Avengers team. I did team. think going forward that he would be like the captain of the Avengers like when they eventually made another Avengers movie. Like I know now it's kind of been given to uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. And, he doesn't even want it. And, but that's the, like, you know, he has issues with the movies the same way we do, it seems like, <laughs> from his interviews. So I think that's what's a little sad is Chadwick Boseman was committed. And I think um, even in retrospect, the first Black Panther movie is one of my favorite movies in Me this too. whole universe. And I felt that way since the beginning, not just saying that yeah. now. I know that when we saw it way back in the day, I told him, like, that's probably my favorite yeah. MCU movie. It, it just, it had everything like we're talking about. It had him and it had Ryan Coogler still having a lot of his artistic, I think, um, input. They allowed more of it. Yeah. And I say what you will. I'm sure this probably, he never really meant it when he said it, but when Francis Ford Coppola, um, He's kind of a mentor to Ryan Coogler mm-hmm. in, in some way through their USC connection. And um, he he treated, you know, he, he made the statement that Black Panther was like real a real movie. Like this is really art and bad CGI aside, we'll get to that later. I did think that the first Black Panther movie, although it is a little derivative, but what fucking movie isn't? Exactly. You know what I mean? That I just really, really enjoyed that movie. And it was off the back of Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan and that relationship that they had. And like, it felt like real movie tension. You know, it felt Shakespearean and as stupid as it is to say that when you're talking about an MCU movie. But I did think that he brought that gravitas that no one else brings, really. But I, I mean, even in the first one, you're supporting cast. You have Lupita Nyong'o, you have Daniel Kaluuya, you have angela bassett you have letitia wright yeah however you say and you have letitia wright who i have no issue with being a supporting cast member you know what i mean the man in the chair the woman in the chair i have no no issue with her whatsoever in the first movie and we'll get into obviously that as we talk about this movie more but i think that's where the mcu as a whole seems to have it lost it, it's almost like it really in real life lost those actors and they can't really recover from that but at least from our aspect because i i will say that this movie is just as packed as any other mcu movie when we went to go watch doctor strange you know which was another movie that was um they had its moments where i liked it all these movies have its moments where i'm like this oh this is why i used to watch these or this is why i really used to like these but now it's just segment it's not necessarily a lot of it and ironically enough, this movie had a lot of its run, a lot of its runtime where I did feel like I really liked it, but it just loses me at the end with a lot of the problems the whole MCU in this phase has. Do you want to? Do you want to do spoilers? I feel like we don't really have to. Yeah. Talk about it. Um, I guess let's just do the blanket one now because I feel like the marketing and just Twitter and everything else has kind of already exposed this. But I would say the only spoiler going forward, so we can talk about the movie is that shuri is the black panther yeah um which is disappointing to me. <laughs> i you know i i guess i built up to it the, or uh, i got more comfortable with it the more it went along because you know it was causing her to her character to have a more interesting arc than i thought was even possible for her yeah and i know that this is not untreaded water like they've done this before in the comics where shuri has been the black panther so it's not like they Really exactly ha- it's not like they were reaching it's not for a far-fetched idea this you know yeah. but i just don't think that 
no offense to Letitia Wright, that she's not she's not Chadwick Boseman, and it's just a sh- it's just a shitty thing, you know. Like, not to give this movie an excuse or anything, because I don't particularly like this movie, but I just think that you are put between a rock and a hard place with this movie. And like you asked me, you're like, well, what would what should they have done? And my honest answer is they probably should not have made this movie or pushed it even farther away or. I don't know, but that's just how I feel is that this movie probably shouldn't exist. Even though I do love Namor. Yeah, which <laughs> is a whole other aspect of why I did like this movie. But, I mean, there's so many things that I think... Okay, for for example, something that bugged me a little bit or um, has just kind of made me not connect. You. Yeah, is the fact that I didn't watch uh, and I won't watch is Captain America... And and the win- no Winter Soldier and Falcon right or Falcon yeah, and the Winter Soldier yeah, yeah. Falcon and the sorry Winter Soldier. see but that's where Julia Lewis Dreyfus's character is from and in terms of what's what she represents and she's been in so many of these movies now and I'm just like Did because I, I refuse noticed, right? to watch that show I'm I'm not tuned like I have to watch everything you know I used to not mind that though yeah exactly and it's like now it's because I don't I don't care about the characters that are left. These like you know Anthony Mackie, again not a character that I see as a lead role, very well for a supporting role. Yes, yeah, but. like I did love him as Falcon. I always thought he had some funny comedic timing and that like he would come in clutch. Like I always thought that he got his due justice and um, was it Endgame when he comes back yeah. and he's like I'm on your left and he goes and he drops. Yeah, all exactly. You know what I mean? Cool. Like, I was like, cool. Falcon what a has sick his line. Moments, you know, yeah. but I don't see him like. Even Sam Wilson, Captain America, I just, it's just not there. And I, I think this all stems back to the very beginning of the MCU. Like, honestly, they, they made movies with the characters they had, not the ones they wanted to. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the X-Men. They didn't have the Fantastic Four and they didn't have Spider-Man, the three biggest Marvel characters, you know, like I know the two of them are groups, but that's what Marvel was. And I know people probably don't remember that. But that's it. But Iron Man, Captain America, even the Hulk to some extent. B Thor. Those are all B and C characters. Like, that's that's not what the, like, the 90s and the early 2000s was about. Like, and now we're on the D, D, F list characters. Ironheart. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, just characters that are unoriginal copies of the, the B characters. Yeah. You know? And it's sad because Black Panther is amazing lore cool fucking character everything about i love the sci-fi aspect of it i love like the historical like mythical aspect of it but the mcu as a whole just feels like it's so far into its own like ass that it's impossible now to like crawl out of it you know yeah and (laughs) it's it's funny too because like dc can't even get this right with their a-list characters marvel got it right with their b-list but now they they don't i feel like they don't even understand what they're doing anymore it just it really does feel like that it's, it feels like such a because we get these annual disney you know like they they always let us know their plans and it's always the mcu here's the Pixar. five movies you'll watch this year and here's the five ones you'll watch next year and, and here's the 10 tv shows you'll and watch. It, it seems like um this phase seems like it's just a layover you know it's like they've already accepted that we just need to get past this and it does have to do with unfortunately his passing chadwick boseman because i used to feel like plans were really derailed but I think the only real thing that I've really walked out of here, this phase so far, really being in love with is um, Kang, the introduction of Kang. Yeah, I didn't watch Loki. Don't care. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've had enough. 
You know, I he's been in the he's been in the Avengers movies. He's been in the Thor movies. I don't fucking care about Loki's adventure side quest, and yeah. I do think it's become less accessible over time. The MCU because now it has become like this is the equivalent of being the comic book reader. Of oh well, did you see Captain? Did you see Falcon in the Winter Soldier? Because then that's the only reason you're gonna know who this character is. And before you know, it was easy to manage before when it was three movies a year and that was it. You know, like that's why it was it was fun. But now it's overkill. It feels like homework. Like how many Marvel things have you seen this year? And it's not like it's the best content. No, so content. Yeah, it's content. Yeah, because that is content. (laughs) Oh, of course, as he was right, who could have seen this coming? Um, you know, (laughs) but. we do have to talk about the movie itself. Of course. I mean, I'll I'll continue to take jabs at Marvel because you know what? I'm not gonna feel bad about punching up at the billion dollar corporation, you know? And I don't know if this is like a disconnect between the two of us, but I have heard you say like, Well, what what do you expect or like what more could it be than this? But it does feel like it was more bef- like that it was doing its best before, that it had the intent to be the best it could be before and i feel like they've gone so far over now like with the the profit over quality that it's like a disservice to the people who helped get this to where it was you know like the fans like i not not that i would say i, I feel betrayed by these children's stories but <laughs> just you know I, it's like i was there i saw all 20 movies i i i punched my tickets to and i got the stamp cards so i could watch infinity war and endgame and then for the post of it to just be this it just feels like like a punch in the gut, you know? Yeah, I think there's no reason why the billion dollar movie corporation who's number one in the world can't make good stuff. Like that's the embarrassing part is that they take up so much space. Like we were trying to decide what we were going to do next week for the pod. And there's only two other movies playing because Black Panther is taking up every other screen. And this is the and this is what we're being given like. It's one thing if it was actually the best product, but it's not. And we're being, like, people are being, not forced to watch it, but if you do want to go to the movies, your only other option is to see the menu. And it's like, there's a bunch of other good movies out right now. Like, we're, we're behind the scenes, we're literally dealing with, like, fuck, well, what should we do next? There's so many good movies right now. Yeah. But can I see any of them? No, I don't get to watch After Sun because Black Panther is taking up 25 fucking screens at the movies. Yeah. And this is the product I'm getting. You know, if it was like unbel- if it was undeniably the best, I could understand. But it's not even anywhere near that. It's not even as good as it, it as it was five years ago, which is sad. Shouldn't it only be getting better the the more it builds? You know, the more resources mm-hmm. you have, the more access to actors. Like any actor is going to sign up and do this shit. Why would they not? I think that's the issue for me personally. I think that's what it comes down to. The stories relatively feel the same, but it's just the actors in the seats aren't convincing well you know i have not seen black widow so i'm not going to use this too much of an of an example but florence Pugh, wonderful actor one of the best young working actors we have right now do i really give a fuck about yelena blah blah whatever the fuck her name is no i don't yeah and is that florence Pugh's fault no because i would argue that florence Pugh could be like the most talented actor that's ever appeared in the mcu like but is she being put to any good use most likely not yeah, I mean, that's, again, in terms of artistically speaking or in the point of view of this podcast, I, I think that's a good complaint, but general audience doesn't In my point of care. view, the MCU can no longer be referred to as artistically in any sense. It's not, to me, it has gone past being art at all. 
Like, I really do believe that. And yes, you can make fun content or whatever, you know, like it's just not, it's, it's not art anymore. It's way past that now at this point. Yeah. See, cause I'm like, I, I do understand. I understand that point of view. And, and I guess I do see the other side, like Sam Rainey's Dr. Strange movie. And it looks like that cause Sam Rainey did it. So I do see artistic values in the movies, but I don't necessarily think they outweigh Marvel's or Disney's hand. So that's why I think it's really lacking. His, I don't. I didn't really think. I don't know who directed Iron Man. So there was no stylistic choices before. Hey, John Favreau, man. Yeah, you know. This is all because John Favreau made Iron Man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I, I don't think any of the movies before, like Thor: The Dark World. I think that's one of aesthetically one of the worst movies I've seen. So you know what's I don't funny think those that you say you don't. Uh, you wouldn't recognize Iron Man from the artistic style, but everybody remembers the Mandalorian and. John Favreau did that, you know, and like you could like that is more. I wouldn't even say artistic because it's. I really don't think it is, but it is a that is a quality product. You yeah. know what I mean? Of like, okay, this is content, but I do I do see the like the okay. I, I get why you're selling me this. Like it looks entertaining. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying is that it's not like I've ever looked at the MCU as artistic. Like Thor, like uh, the the um, Ragnarok, like that's artistic. Like that yeah, movie was yeah. artistic, but that's what I mean. Though in in what terms of in terms of as Disney's going to take as biggest risk as it does not want to offend China, right? That's what we were talking about. Oh yeah, like it's as yeah. biggest risk as it could take, and like I don't expect, I can't expect these movies to take any more risk anymore. Like I never really expected them to, and even when I go in retrospect, like I like them, and I don't, I don't feel like they've changed so much. I just think the actors, I don't like I it don't, much. Well, see, I I disagree with that because it's like that twenty movie buildup was the biggest risk you could take. Of that we're going to build this product. We're going to build this story. And it's going to be like a comic book. Where you had to have read every side story for it to make sense. Right? So I do think that they they set out in the beginning. And they accomplished their their like artistic goal. Which was the Infinity Saga. But now it feels like. It honestly does feel like they should have left. you know. And I, I know that's never going to happen. And that's a ridiculous argument to throw out there. Is that Marvel should have just stopped making movies. But it's like it's like Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards or like the unfortunate shit going on with LeBron James playing with the Lakers right now. It's like you're just wasting away now or Tom Brady right now with the Buccaneers. You know what I mean? It's like why did you not just go out on top? Yeah. And of course that's never going to happen, but realistically that's probably what should happen. Cuz their I mean their whole thing There's is There's nothing left for them. They won. They did what they were going to do. They established their their characters like we were talking about their B and C characters and now it's in terms of trying to maintain with their d characters and some still b or whatever some lingering of thor still an a you know and trying to linger that into getting into a people the fantastic four or the x-men and i think that's kind of some of its downfall is that maybe they're saving some of these really good actors for some of the really good roles but it's like how do you maintain <laughs> i'm glad you said that because like it's like you, I, you also have like the whole you said, you the whole said that though what's up is because <laughs> This is not your opinion. I'm not trying to put this on you, but since you said it, I on Reddit there's a post right now going around, and it was like this is people were saying like this is the ultimate copium I've ever seen, and it was like so the phase four is bad on purpose, right? Because they're saving all of it for later, like so it's on purposely bad right now. No, 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 that's not what I'm I know saying. you're not that, saying. Yeah, that. that's saying, not what I I'm wanted saying. to bring that up because that is even that even the diehard Marvel fans can no longer like fathom an argument for why this is like good you know what i mean like in their heads now it's become like oh well this has to be bad on purpose right 
Like that is the ultimate sign of like delusion at this point that it's it's got to be bad on purpose. Yeah, yeah, because it's like I don't know. It's like if if you were to compare, yeah, like the Lakers when they won the championship to the team now, be like, yeah, the team is really bad. Like, but you're comparing it to something that was really good. Like, so it's they they can't recapture that lightning in a bottle with Robert Downey Jr. And what yeah. are they supposed to do to do that? Because it's like that's not as a studio, you could you could try to force that as much as you want, but it's not down to the studio. It's down to a director and cast relationship, which I mean in this movie seems to be the closest we've gotten to possibly the cast being connected to the director. And that's why like I do see artistic um choices in this movie especially in a lot of the shots but i don't think they outweigh what disney wants to do and i think that's so set on getting to where phase four phase five phase six that it doesn't you can't make artistic choices that would make these movies better because you're supposed to there's a set destination i think they're artistic choices i think they're storytelling choices like you can't the story has to fit in it can't be its own story and i think they the villain has to to lose i've tried i think they've tried to thread this weird line of like now that we did the whole collective story Let's try to make these individual stories. And everybody's like, these fucking suck. So it's not, I don't, I I don't even know what they should do, you know, because like Black Panther, the original one was pretty much a standalone movie. The only thing that it had going for it to connect it to the rest of the MCU was that Claw had been mentioned before in other movies. Like he was in Iron Man 2, I believe, or he was in um, the Avengers movie that had Ultron, right? Mm -hmm. But and uh, the post credit scene of Bucky being there, right? But it didn't have anything to do with the MCU. But it and it was good. But then when you see other stuff like Shang Chi, and it was like, is this good? You know, like I pers- I personally do like that movie. Those are the only two movies I liked in this entire phase. But I feel like they can't get it right right now because I don't think the audiences want it to be connected still. But the individual storytelling choices are not very good either. You know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just not good right now. <laughs> but that's what I, that mean. The you, whole thing is not good right now. It's like, yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you could say that. That's what I'm saying. Is the other argument of the side is, but this is packed. Nobody had, nobody else has issues with these things. This movie has another. Uh, the two villains of Martin Scorsese's life, Marvel movies and uh, Rotten Tomatoes, have given like given this a good score, and reviewers are giving this a good score that's like there, there's is nothing like we could you could sit here and obviously personal preference like we don't like these movies but <laughs> there's nothing wrong but like, i did like these movies it's not that i have this this like hate in my heart for them you know what i mean like i want them to be good not because i want the 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 evil corporation to win because i want all movies to be good like i i don't go to a movie and i'm a consumer it's gonna suck. yeah i'm a fucking consumer like i have a podcast half the half the point of this job is to fucking make you guys want to see this movie yeah well not this one specifically but it's spreading the love of consuming you know what i mean like that's literally what we do on this show is I want as many things to be good as possible and it's not meeting the standard. And I do feel like a lot of people feel that way. And it's, I don't think the dollars have anything to do with it. I mean, you don't like avatar. Like that was the number one movie of all time. Like, and did it have anything to do with the, like how good it was? Not really. And, but at least with avatar, they're pushing the creative boundaries of what you could actually do with technology. And I don't see Marvel doing that at all. And I guess that's, that's like what it comes down to be like blockbusters always been a blockbuster to me. And it just, these look and feel like a blockbuster, but they are 
you know, they've but, always been kind okay, of soulless. If you want to be a blockbuster, Jaws and Close and Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Nope exist in this same realm, and their stories are just as you could argue that in all realness that Jaws is a dumb fucking story. It'd be like you have this evil shark that wants to kill people. Like that is a dumb children's story, but the the art behind it, like the storyteller behind it, makes it this this story you know that's actually enjoyable and i don't feel like marvel is doing that from a storytelling standpoint and i also don't feel like they're pushing the boundaries of what's possible with filmmaking but no i agree and i yeah i agree which, with which that. is why not you're the only one who has the resources to do it but let's say like um i don't have these notes at the top of my head maybe we discussed them on the episode but like in general consensus people do not like nope People like this movie more than they like Nope. Well, of course they're gonna, but it's a it's a built in product. No, I know, but then that's what I'm saying. What is what is the and we talked about the Northman too. What is the studio's point of view into why to invest so much time and money into artistic expression when they don't even pay off as much as this movie is? I mean, yeah, I, I see the the fucking doing the devil's advocate thing, but I know that's not how you feel about no, it. No, because it's like I, I'm just saying you like um. So I I don't want to argue with that when it's like i know you don't feel that way no because you're like, just saying that's what the other side feels like and well guess what my answer is the other side is fucking wrong because like i could express wanting change in it but there's not going to change they're not going to change something that is benefiting them more or I that most people that. like more, more more than us people like us that we watch these other movies some of the other movies we're going to discuss after after this movie in the coming weeks like that's our stuff you know and, and i feel like it so highly reflects what people actually want and like this movie it seems like studios for the most part we'll see this movie just came out but people are eating this up you know what i mean and i, I think that's like they're not going to change a formula that works for the majority that's my point is that i i understand how i could want difference but i don't expect change the majority is getting smaller and smaller though because these movies don't keep breaking the records that they used to it's not like, oh, Doctor Strange is the highest grossing movie of all time. They're coming off making two of the highest grossing movies of all time, and now it's only getting smaller and smaller. Well, what about Spider-Man? Oh, well, yeah, that one, but it's, it's fucking Spider-Man. Spider-Man is as big as Mickey Mouse himself. But that's all, I, mean? I feel like that's all they care about, though, is those big spurs of moment. Everything else can, like, make, I don't know, what will this probably make, 80 in opening? I'm like, okay, like, that's fine. I, I'm just saying, be like in terms of they, it is just money based, and that's the issue with the whole MCU. And because I, I agree with what you're saying, and I do would want artistic, you know, more. Just like it is just crazy because we see we see some of these movies that have five million budgets, like After Sun that we're talking about, and it's just so much more character driven, so much more story, you know, like heavier on the story, and so much more complicated and thought about. The other thing, though, I'm thinking about what you're saying with this whole, like, this devil's advocate argument that you're throwing out, which is, it's fine. I understand people want to throw that out, but they're the, okay, so if they're the tastemakers, why are they not choose? Who said they don't want good movies? It's they've decided that people don't want good movies, not the other way around. Because when these movies are very good, they do make more money, right, than these other ones that are not as good, right? So Disney could fucking grab their balls and be like guess what we're gonna be the best and make really good shit they've decided they don't care about making good shit but no, it's not the audiences have told them hey we don't want you to make good stuff but people do think it's good that's what i'm trying to tell you people think that it's good like people love uh, dr strange like i, I we, we could sit here and say that me and you don't like it but people do so why would they change something that me and you don't like when if Two out of the ten people are sitting in the state in the theater don't like it. Everybody else is like clapping, crying. That's what I'm saying is why would they change? I just can't. I can't with this. 
because it's like I, I could I could uh, we could sit here and agree be like based on a Reddit post that some people feel the difference, but the numbers do not reflect that. Like the numbers, like people are saying they love this movie, and that's what the only thing that I'm telling you is that we can't expect change when people they're eating this up. I mean, I I get it. I understand what you're saying. I just. I just don't like that this is the route you're taking. Oh no, be like, <laughs> because I know you don't feel this way, so I'm like, why are you don't, so hard I d- for this? I don't be like, but I'm saying be like the numbers. The numbers reflect that people like this. And, and people, when have we two opinionated individuals ever felt like, well, I guess I'll just shut up because everybody else is right? No, we I'm, know they're not right. No, but I'm just saying be like, no, because we're talking about these need to be like these need to do this and this and like yeah, if they wanted. To make movies for us, but they're not interested in making movies for us. But they do us. think that they're making Oscar quality stuff because they keep submitting this stuff for Oscars. Like, hey, you need to be taking this as serious as you should take decision to leave or fucking triangle. Because of that's their their devil advocate argument. Like, well, did any of those movies make as much that these audiences like any of those movies well, as much as they like they, this when movie? They're the ones taking up all the space. I mean, we all know the Quentin Tarantino story of how Disney threatened to sue every theater chain if they showed the hateful eight and pull Disney products from all future screenings because if they showed the hateful eight, like, so it's not like they play fair, you know what I mean? And not, not that they have to, they're a billion dollar corporation. Of course they're not going to play they, fair, yeah, they don't have but to. we do know that they're, they're also putting their foot down on the entire theater chain and not even giving you the option to watch it. Like, you know why you can't see after sun is because Disney decided you're not allowed to because they want to take up the screen for it. But I will also say just this to, to uh, devolve devolve away (laughs) from the the this conversation and go back to the movie is um mutual people that we know i've asked them multiple times to watch barbarian it's on hbo max no don't want to they were gonna go watch wakanda forever on thursday yeah that's what i mean it was like it doesn't it doesn't matter be like it doesn't matter what i could want as artistic choice from marvel it doesn't matter what anybody else and we're not the only people talking about this stuff in this way like you said a lot of people are obviously opening up their eyes to how much lower the quality is of these movies but the general audience only watches five movies a year and And this movie and this movie is fits that criteria and it's like if 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 you eat vegetables how we were talking about some of the other movies we watched this weekend you can see be like wow this is, uh, or if you watch movies that aren't American, you could be like, this is storytelling to me. But I definitely d- could see why everybody else is just like, L, boring, you know? And it, it's sad, but this, this is why we made the podcast. Because some of, we see past these being boring. I do see stories in these mo- other movies that we talk about. And in this movie, it's just, I think a lot of, we we talked about this before watching the movie. It's just a lot of people seem to be maybe more privy to it because of the situation and kind of scared to be like, you know, I don't like this movie based off X, Y, and Z. Oh, like why? Because Chadwick Boseman died. I'm not allowed to say this movie sucks. sucks. Yeah. Like, you know, and I I think that's like some of this movie specifically has some of that too from general audiences where they're just going to take up anything that gets given because they're like sad. Well, we'll soon this argument, not that this argument, but this little tidbit will no longer be relevant when Twitter doesn't exist in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But I would say that the maybe not Black Panther because it has a stronger it has it means more to people than just being a Marvel movie. Yeah. But you you saw it with Thor Love and Thunder, oh the my whole God. idea of like this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. Be like so people 
and, and, and it is people who used to like these movies, you know what I mean? And they're now saying this fucking sucks. And then they get called out because it's like, well, you liked this before. And it's like, yeah, but you're trying to act like Thor Love and Thunder is as good as Infinity War was, you know what I mean? And it's like, and that is a false fucking argument to even make is to be like, oh, well, what? Uh, Infinity War? Like, you, why, you don't, why don't you like uh, Black Widow? Because that's obviously fucking different amount of quality in those two products. Because as, as a counter to everything that I am saying is Thor Love and Thunder in contention to, to prove why this has gotten so much more garbage is you have Christian Bale and you have an A-lister that was Thor. So you have all the potential. You have um, Tessa Thompson. You have a cast that you have a director that people like. And still the quality is bad. It's Rome right before it burns, man. Like, and I can't, I honestly can't wait to watch it fucking crumble away one day. Cause this is, this is bad. I mean like DC movies for the most part, they are fucking bad too. You know, this whole just, I'm so done with this, all the superhero stuff. I mean, there is, there will always be things that I'll want to come back and watch or whatever, but yeah, it just, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm not the one who decided I didn't like this anymore. It's like you made me not like this anymore. And, like, it's cause it's not that I don't want to like these movies either, you know? Like I said, I don't mind Shang-Chi. And I don't I, I don't think this movie's very good, but I would still watch it again. And uh, we can finally get back to the, the fucking movie itself because I will try to be objective. But, uh, honestly, how much do you really remember about this movie? I mean, I've watched it twice just as we do for every episode of the podcast. You've also seen Tar twice recently, yeah. right? Yeah. So... Let's just <laughs> let's kind of see what you're uh, where you're gonna fall when you've been watching real movies versus this product. Because that's what I'm saying is um, we reset a lot of our parameters for ranking movies or whatever, and we did that a lot based off of some of the prior movies that we've done. Um, when I go watch a Marvel movie, I'm already set to be something in terms of I know I'm not going to be pushed by this i know i'm not going to be um this is forefront storytelling even the mandalorian i like that you brought it up it just elevated star wars to another place and i don't see any of these movies really changing what the mcu is doing stylistically um but based off the trailers this movie seemed like it would attempt to do that and i do think there is some cry of help here from ryan coogler to implement some of his i'm a real director he needs to go back to making real movies. And I, I do see some of it coming out, which is why this is one of the ones, like you said, Chang-Chi and this. And obviously Spider-Man, because I'm just Spider-Man pilled. But this one just stand, stands out to me because there is some choices that I did like. And um, there are some scenes, I think, that I visually really did like. Um, I think for a good amount of its runtime, it does seem to be a little too long. I don't know why it's why it's that long. That That's a big argument to me, and I think it could be cut down. Um, you know, I, I think it's as... <laughs> it, it's not as near as close as it's the original, and it, it's just because it doesn't have Chadwick Boseman. Because it had this same story been with Chadwick Boseman, I think we'd be talking about a different movie. I, okay, if it had Chadwick Boseman, it'd be a three. Be like, but... I honestly think it's like a one and a half. Like I, I really do not like this movie. So what, what do you like about the movie? So then maybe I can kind of bounce off of what you're saying. I mean, there's like a bunch of, because I can honestly say the only thing I like is Namor or Namor. Like that's the only thing I like in this entire movie. Yeah. I think I would say some of the scenes, um, when like when they're burying T'Challa in the beginning, um, the shots from the top of like the casket, 
that reminds me a lot of like the nature movies that I've watched. That seems to me like I don't know. You were saying argument that that's all CGI. To me, that looked real. I don't know if that scene specifically is all CGI. That looked to me like it was in a forest. If it is all CGI, I guess I don't know. Are you talking about the actual funeral of like just his loved ones, where they're wearing like all white, white. and they're in the yeah? I mean, that's real. But I'm talking yeah. about the all the other stuff. Yeah, because I mean, there's like the props of when they come. I think it's before that scene or after that. It's before that scene where they have basically all of Wakanda dancing, and I know that. And you I thought that looked like prequel level CGI. Yeah, I'd be like, but yeah, I don't know because they, it was so obviously fake. I literally leaned over to you in the theater. I was like, look how fake that looks. But like, and I was like, specifically the people on the roof. The background, the, though, right? Yeah, not, yeah, but the background is an important part of the movie too. No, I know, but that's why I was like, the background out of focus is what you're asking me. Be like, that looks fake. Like, well, yeah, that looks fake. But in the front, like where the ladies dance, that didn't look like a set to you. That well, looks no. fake too. Yeah, it did look fake. Too, see, but then they, I all of it looked fake. Yeah, see, like I, I don't see that. I, I definitely think like, yeah, it doesn't look amazing. That's for sure. But I, I don't necessarily think that that's um, all CGI there. I do think that's a set, and I do think some of the blocking in those scenes are. But I would expect from any other great cinematographer or um, any other great director, and then the score is by like some of the score in here i do feel like is um used very well and i know he's a pretty well renowned composer i don't even know who it is, is it ludwig gorenson still yeah oh well it didn't stand out to me i mean honest, i'm not even just trying to be like ultra hater i could not tell you that i heard the score once in the movie where i was like this is actually standing out to me because the only thing that stands out to me in the score is that like the like the choir of like women like the doo, 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 yeah like what were we talking like, about and yeah. I, I always thought that that was the most effective part of the black panther score even from the original but no like i'm i'm not i'm dead serious i did not hear the score once in the movie yeah i mean because they they obviously the marvel movie they did use a lot of um soundtrack too in some of the scenes like which i did i didn't like like when the marvel was better and they <laughs> when they dove into like namor's um you know the, the name of the city i can't remember right now but um, yeah so that was a little unusual but that's choices that you know elvis decided to play doja cat in the middle of yeah those are just like i don't i don't know what's wrong with choices here of thinking you want to throw pop music in the middle of something that's supposed to be subjectively good storytelling i don't expect doja cat to be in tar and why why not right if it's such a like you have this two billion dollar company being like, well, why? That's a, that's a choice. Be like, I don't think Ryan Coogler thought to throw a soundtrack in there. I think that's Marvel being like, well, this needs to be in here, 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 here. So how could you artistically have so much control when the mouse is overlooking everything? And I think that's ultimately what's wrong with all these movies. But I think in there's little glimmers of hope here. I do think uh, some of the scenes of Namor coming out of the water look like I don't or like some of the people peeking out of the water. I thought that was interesting. Um, I know you didn't really like the night shots all no, too much. I, no. And it, it is, do you know what? This is not just a Marvel problem. This is a problem where like this, I don't understand what is going on with cinematographers nowadays where you, this idea that you're just not supposed to see anything at night. I don't know if it's because films are trying to become more realistic, quote unquote, as times go on. This is fucking awful, and I think, and I think every time I see something at night, I compare it to Nope because I'm like, that was beautiful how it looked, or even the Northman had really good. Well, we talked about the volcano scene in the Northman yeah, off the pod, the but the Northman was absolutely gorgeous at night 
because it used interesting lighting techniques. Fucking Game of Thrones, House of the Dragons, whatever fucking bullshit is on TV, indie movies, even fucking Tar. When we watched Tar, I like leaned over you twice. I'm like, why can I not see anything? Like, and we we even had to question like, was the projector just shitty? I do think that projector was that shitty, by was, the way. But honestly, I don't understand what is what the fuck is going on with lighting in movies nowadays, and why they've decided artistic lighting is is bad i really don't fucking get it hey man you know i feel the same way about the audio I'm like i can never hear what the fuck these girls are saying yeah, <laughs> I mean, on, yeah for the most part technical movie making is like really fucking trash right now <laughs> yeah. like, so what i honestly do think like when a movie gets nominated at the oscars and they're talking about sound design i'm like yeah no that movie does deserve it because you know why i can i can remember how dune sounds like the green knight or yeah, like the Green Knight. I can't fucking remember shit about this movie. That's why I asked you to go first because I don't fucking remember anything. I, like this movie did not stand out to me at all. The only thing I thought was interesting was literally Namor, and I'm being completely fucking biased because it was the first time I seen a like a Latino superhero. You know what I mean? Like super I, villain. I, I've told you not in my book. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I uh, agree to disagree. You know, yeah. this is my Killmonger, I guess, but. He was literally the only thing that stood out to me, and I thought they did him completely dirty as well. In Ryan Coogler's own words, he's supposed to be as strong as the Hulk or Thor. And you're going to fuck, like, I just, oh, this is so fucking trash. Like, when you, even when they introduce something very good, like, I think Namor is one of the best choices they've made in many years, yeah. you know? And I think they did him so fucking dirty and just, I wouldn't say wasted him, but you never know with the MCU. Like, is this ever going to pay off again? You know? Like, spoilers for Thor. Who fucking cares that he's going to fight Hercules? Like, honestly, does that really get you excited? Does that get your blood boiling that Thor might fight Hercules? I guess it's the same way that you get Gore the God Butcher, but he dies to the first God that we see him fight. You know, so it's Whack. just a, it's, it's literally comes down to that's how the it's how the comic books were written, bro. It's just that's how it was written. I wouldn't even say that, though, because the comic books do these characters way more justice. Yeah, because there's so many stories, you know, yeah, because they, they have or like they what? had Marvel's doing it now, too. Like they are becoming the comic book. Like that's part of my whole point with this is that you've expanded yourself so far, but you're not giving it like you're all which is like, why not, though? You have the resources to do it. You of all people are the only ones who can do this and you're you're not doing it like that doesn't make sense to me because i'm sure if you really did give denis villeneuve an unlimited wallet we'd have this crazy dune universe that would probably like hold up to the movie itself you know yeah i mean dune is um definitely that's lightning in the bottle and dune is just as fucking stupid as black panther like in terms of story like oh okay this fucking space twink who's all, who's high all the time and his son the is worm. gonna be a worm yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's dumb too but it's not dumb because the love and the care is put into it you know like <laughs> we keep talking about tar because we've seen it seen it but that's not dumb because it's real you know what i mean like this this is like an actual real movie yeah, if you guys couldn't tell we watched this movie tar before we watched black panther <laughs> apparently that's my fault right I, oh shit why did I watch real movies before I saw this. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, man. I mean, okay, whatever. Let's get back to Black Panther. Um, what else did you like besides the shots of people sticking their heads out of water? <laughs> no, Great defense um, of this movie. <laughs> no, I mean, this this movie seems to be even, you had kind of brought this point up, is it had to reinstate Shuri as it did with T'Challa in the first one. So a lot, it follows a lot of its tropes. Um, I, th I thought the pacing was fine. I thought everything was good up until the third act. And then the third act completely just destroyed everything. I me. did not enjoy that it had to be an origin story slash grief story. You know, like, 
I really didn't. I, I under, how, What are you going to do, right? I mean, they really are in a hard spot here with how they're going to handle Chadwick Boseman's death. But I did think with the pacing that, like, you know, it's addressed in, like, the first act of the movie. And then by the second or third act, it's like every 15 minutes they don't want you to forget that he died. But they were also attempting to, like, well, we do have to tell our own story here. So I did think that it ended up not hindering the story because that sounds awful. Because, you know, of course they want to remember him. But I did think it's like it just keeps going back to this. But the story that you, the other story that you're setting up is trying to advance past this. So like I felt like the movie was conflicting with itself the entire time of like wanting to pay respects to Chadwick Boseman while also trying to move on. Like for a movie that where Wakanda gets flooded and almost destroyed, that sure did seem like a, a back burner piece of the movie as opposed to, hey, we have to pay respects to Chadwick Boseman. The in memoriam. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I th- again, I don't think there's ever really been too many situations where this happens, you know. Fast and Furious. Or like, yeah, and that, <laughs> that was handled terribly too, you yeah, know. Be like, like, let's get his also, fake brother. Paul Walker to- did not have fucking the cultural Same love, impact yeah. that Chadwick Boseman had on society. Oh, it's like you have like, oh, Brandon Lee, but the movie was over, right? Yeah. And it's like this guy was barely, this is like one of his first movies or whatever. So it's like it hasn't happened in this situation ever. And I think that it is just a resonance in terms of if you – if you pay your respect and don't make the movie and you just recast in a couple of years, I do think that is the best choice, but that's not the best choice when you've built up a universe. You know, the show's got to go on, which is unfortunately here one of the most evil corporate level type of choices. And I think that's why this movie, um, again, just goes down to who you had in place to, you know, even even if this movie ends up being... (laughs) which for some reason before I thought it could turn into this was M'Baku takes up the throne, I would have been more down. But it's just I do not like the actress. And like you said, and it's not even because she's Shuri. Shuri could have been the Black, the Black Panther for me, but I just do not like Letitia Wright. And I had made the joke on my first Letterbox review that it seems odd that she's so down to put something like this made <laughs> in a lab in her body to find the solution, but very against that in real life. So I just wanted to make that up. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't even tell if that's, like, some mastery-level trolling of, like, let's make this (laughs) anti-vaxxer have to take a synthetic man-made medicine to become the superhero that she needs to be to save save her people, you know? Yeah. Wow. I just thought (laughs) it was too funny. This is like when Disney came out and got catty with uh, Scarlett Johansson when she said that she wasn't paid accordingly. Yeah. And they they decided to drag her publicly. Yeah, your character's dying. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, so what do I like here? I, I love... No more. T- yeah, Tanakh Huerta, he's, he was amazing in this. Um, I don't appreciate how they how they treated him as introducing, like as if he didn't exist or he wasn't an actor before this because he's been acting for a very, very long time. Um, I'm sure a movie that most people have not seen, but I know that me and Alvaro have seen this movie. <laughs> very violent. Uh, oh, that's the cool, that's movie. the representation you know I have I mean? in Hollywood. Like, is seen Nombre, like yeah. if you've seen that, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. That movie's crazy. MS13. That's exactly. my representation. So uh, he's been around for a very long time, and then to treat him like he's just brand new actor because now um, most of society will figure out who he is because they only watch Marvel movies is just another kind of a little icing on the cake of like what the fuck is wrong with this all of this you know what i mean narcos uh, is pretty popular too you said so it was a very popular show and he was a big part of the first season of that so it's not like he isn't a nobody you know like you uh 
you have Diego Luna because of Narcos Mexico mm-hmm. and Andor, and you're going to act like a this guy was his co-star in the first season. Be like, so they're both kind of getting their equal due nowadays, but I just don't understand why Tanakh Huerta is being treated like he was a nobody before this because he's not, and he's a very talented actor. He brings a lot of charisma to this role as well. I honestly think that if he would have, he would have got the chance to play across from Chadwick Boseman, that this would be uh, an amazing rivalry like it is in the comics. Like I'm, I don't know if most people know because I don't know how many people who watch these movies have actually ever taken the time to learn about these characters, but the Wakanda Atlantis, and in this case, Talokan or whatever, that this is one of the cooler rivalries in fucking comics. Yeah. And uh, we're never going to get that. So, it, it just fucking sucks, man. It's like this movie's not very good, and then the circumstances around it make it even worse, you know, because because Chadwick Boseman died, we would have never gotten the best version of this movie no matter what happened. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, the recasting, I honestly think that this this movie gave us the answer to should we recast him in the future. And, yeah, we need we need to. <laughs> And we get that we get that answer, which is a I don't know if it could be a spoiler in terms of the mid credit scene. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, I saw who is the creator of um, Jay and Silent Bob. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith oh, God, posted a picture go. of him crying right now before we started the podcast, um, saying that mid credit scene alone in uh, Wakanda Forever was worth the ticket admission. And one of my favorite comments is, "What about the other?" 100 and <laughs> two hours and 40 minutes yeah that had just anyways but he was posting himself crying because of the mid credit scene but i do think um we had already kind of spoiled one of the big ones this is obviously another spoiler it seems that they are setting up to just replace her and we were kind of talking about that because I, as we know they're not going to stop making these so the best choice now would be to wait for the quote-unquote kid to grow up and become the Black Panther. Cause is he going to become friends with Heimdall's son, the C- the CGI oh, yeah. Messy Cloud <laughs> from Thor: Love and Thunder, that got worse upon revision? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, see, kind of talking about what else is wrong with. It's so interesting. Thor is so bad. <laughs> oh man! But um, this so, fucking sucks. I think I I, I do know that um. It seems like they're very aware that uh, people weren't going to ride too much with um, Shuri being the Black Panther. And it's just, I don't know, there's even the scenes where, you know, you watch a hero um, be shot a certain way and have to feel a certain way. Usually it works, but not with Letitia Wright. Not with me, at least. No, and I don't think anyone would um, argue that you're, like, not being fair. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's a personal like, I don't think she's a bad actor. No, I, I just don't. don't think that she's fucking lead. No, she's not fucking the Black Panther. You know what I mean? Like, it really, de- I wouldn't say it feels undeserved because in the first one, it is teased. The idea has always been there since the first movie because, mm-hmm. of, you know, because in the comic books, that is a thing. But it's just, it's just not her. Like, I, I don't know. It's like if Ned became Spider-Man. I mean, I, I told you and we kind of talked about this because we do get our little us reunion here. We get Winston Duke and Lupita Nyong'o and... I would have much rather seen Lupita Nyong'o's character be the Black Panther. Once again, Lupita Nyong'o just completely misused in a movie. When is the last time they used her the right way in anything? I would argue it was Little Monsters. That's probably one of her best performances mm-hmm. that she was allowed to give because I think she's a phenomenal actor that Hollywood and the rest of the world is just letting her waste away her 
her prime years of her acting career. Us, know? yeah, and us. I mean, and well, we, us, yeah, we us do get one. And Little Monsters to me are like the only good movies that she's been allowed to be in. I can't remember what movie it was that made her um, like a household name. I know it was probably was a fucking Disney movie, honestly. But, yeah, um, I yeah, I'm I'm um, I can't I, I I'll 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 look it up eventually, but. Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not be Lupita Nyong'o? I mean, she's the best actor you have left in the in this uh, story. You know? And I just think she has every other aspect, even in the movie, like her mom uh, Angela Bassett, which I did. I did enjoy her performance in this. Uh, well, I always well, keep Angela Bassett is not just Wakandan royalty; she's acting. Royalty. I uh, yeah, I, I will say that every single time I see her now, I think about Kiki Palmer talking about it's all in the lips for Angela every single time, and I do think a lot of her acting does. Is pretty powerful. It was Queen of Cotway. That's what it was called. It was on the tip of my tongue, and I was—I just wanted to be sure it was called that. And yeah, it's a fucking. That's how she was introduced. It's a fucking right? Disney movie. Well, that, yeah, that's how she became like a household name. Household name. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, and then she was—we <laughs> talked about before how in Star Wars she was underused too. And Twelve Years a Slave. There you go. That's what it was. So but, Twelve Years a Slave and Queen of Cotway were the ones. Yeah, that really always made her popular. Always been a big fan of her because found out she's Mexican. She knows fluent Spanish, which she uses in this movie. Um, so I have a big love for Lupita Nyong'o. So why do why does Marvel have these these A list actors and then have them in these like dumb side roles? Something like, you know like I mean? Winston like, Duke, I think. Why he I th- do think he could carry the role of Black Panther better than and like you said I understand that in the comic book is set up a certain way but Marvel's already taken his choices to stray away from the comic books when it and wouldn't make there's sense no problem too much. with that you know fucking uh, Stanley Kubrick made The Shining and it's not the fucking Shining yep you know so that's not the problem I don't want to act like that is because I'm not some big mega comic book fan either where I'm like this needs to be like the text because I I do know a lot of people whose main problem with these movies is that they're not the comics and i'm like that is an even dumber reason to not like these movies and be like that's you can't format that you know you can't compare that you can't like put whole books or they should the page should turn when you go see the they, be like, come on dude <laughs> yeah. too many kick-ass too much kick-ass yeah no so to me that is not a valid argument to not like these movies to me it's all about the quality and the storytelling it's not the talent it isn't the director's like I don't, I honestly don't think the MCU directors are bad. I just think that they're. It's like what Quentin Tarantino said. They're hired hands. Like, I know they just strayed further from the comic books because what they did to uh, Hulk sends heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! No, I, no just, <laughs> mute your mic for ten seconds. Well, I got this. Suspended. Yeah, suspended. <laughs> L plus Cars Airline plus She Hulk plus the MCU fucking sucks right now. Uh, <laughs> the MCU. It is becoming the MCU. Not even a problem <laughs> That's not that even. A, yeah, exactly. Like, who fucking cares that they're all women? I just fucking care that their they story s- sucks. Yeah. Nah, man. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know if I have anything good to say. I'm, I'm, reaching, for, <laughs> I'm reaching for straws here. Other than I like Namor, and that I was biased because he was like Mexican, Mesoamerican. You know, like. That's really the only reason I was here because I told you like okay the the last time I got to see this was what Apocalypto made by he who will not be named <laughs> or fucking yeah. uh, uh, Alien or what was it Alien versus Predator when they showed that they that they helped the Aztecs conquer back in the day and built pyramids like this is the kind of representation that we're reaching for so uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't help think of blood in, blood out when I saw the Mexicans fighting the black people. That'd be like, the only person who won in this movie was the white man who wasn't even in this fucking movie. Uh, another so, sacred movie we'll want to yeah. talk about, blood <laughs> yeah. in, blood out. 
So like that was another thing when I was seeing these two these two sets of people fight, I was just like the only one who wins is the United States and that like it, it just felt so like ironically the cherry on top that they probably don't even realize the message that they're sending, you know? Yeah. And I mean whatever. I mean, I'm not I, yeah, I listened to Hasanavi be like but well, okay. Yeah, I'd be like I just I didn't really like that either. Like why are we pitting black people and Mexican people against each other in this movie? Like shouldn't they be trying to take down the white man? <laughs> I mean, that was, they formed the alliance, you know, and it's very blood in, blood out. Um, they, they heard the preachings of La Onda. He's like, who wrote this story about black people fighting brown people? Hmm. The white man? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know, I and I know that. yes, it was Ryan Coogler, but Marvel as a whole. No, no, the Marvel, the yeah, man, exactly. You know I mean? No, but Marvel comics, like you said, this is a um, a very well-noted uh, rivalry in the comic books. So this has been written down. Why? why? Uh, this is a this is a nitpick, and you know I I understand that you're not gonna have an answer to this, but we 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 talked about Avatar and we talked about this movie, and uh, how come if you are indigenous or supposed to be like oh yeah we're talking about Indian this. or native or anything like that they they just fucking make you blue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that shit I really did not like how they turned blue I was like wow I get to see my ancestors in a movie oh they're fucking blue they're aliens aliens built the pyramids because white people can't figure it out right like that's how I really felt about this I just didn't like that at all and I don't even know if that's comic book accurate or not because I'm not even sure what Namor I Namor is like white appearing but I don't know if he's supposed to be white yeah exactly but he definitely wasn't uh blue and neither were his people so I don't know, man. I I know a bit about uh, Mesoamerican mythology, so I know that some of the gods have been portrayed as blue before. But it was just it was just weird to me, you know. It's like this was a chance to put some Mexicans on screen, and they're like, "Let's make them blue." <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Feige said, "I would rather they be blue before I put Mexicans in my movie." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, but it, I that's just a that's a nitpick. I mean, I, I I'm not really gonna hold it against the movie, but. You know, I I don't know how I felt about the representation in this movie from that point of view because we're we're rarely represented, and then now we're the once again we're the bad guy, kinda from a certain point of view. Okay, some aspects that I did like of this movie is the killer whales riding on the killer whales. Why not? The fuck? No, I, I did like. Oh, you it. do like? Yeah, it. I do. I do like that a lot. Um, I know you had said even in kind of referencing another movie in the water aquaman Hell that yeah, they do yeah. a lot of that same stuff yeah. and that's kind of the you, know you always you always down with that i love aquaman because it fully it fully goes into the in the same way that avatar does of like this is not real this is not supposed to look real this dude is riding the equivalent of a dragon underwater it's like this big shark crocodile monster that he summons from the fucking marianas trench you know what i mean and if if namor supposedly as powerful as they were making him sound like he was why did he not just summon all this like <laughs> aquatic life forces to come and fucking whoop the wakandans he did say his mean? army was bigger he said he was holding back he Whatever. said he would dust those foods if he wanted to i believe him yeah, except they just did. caught him with some you know some fuego they dried him out you know just like patrick star the black panther, sponge black panther is immune to all diseases but he but he died, died of, of disease, disease. Namor is as strong as the Hulk and Thor, but he uh, he got dried out like some beef jerky in the air in the air fryer by someone who has never fought in any of the other movies. She's a Mary Sue. There, I'll say it. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so she's not. I mean, I don't know. It it really isn't a Let- It's not a Letitia Wright problem. It's a Shuri thing. You know, like Shuri was not meant to be in this position, and now that they've had to put her here, 
I've, I does feel like they're just especially not so off. soon. Do I? Yeah, that's a, the big issue. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, but the killer whales, and I did like the scene where Namor kind of just declares war on Wakanda. I thought that was so. Really you cool. like moments of this movie? Would you say you actually like the movie, or you just like moments in it? Because I would say I like moments in it, but as a whole, no, I I do not like this movie. Hmm. Of course, there's good stuff in it, but it's not a good movie. My opinion. I just think it's the the story is as redu- redundant as the first one is, and I think that's his downfall. But it's the same story, so I can't sit here and be like, I don't like the story because the story is the same one from the first Namor one. Namor is basically Killmonger, and with a with a more valid and her at the end like crying as uh, Chadwick Boseman finally accepting losing his dad. So it, I I just I do just think it's who it is. Like that's that's the only reason I don't like. I don't think this movie is as good as the first one. It's because it's Letitia Wright. But it, had it been Chadwick Boseman and had everything else and not spent a lot of its runtime trying to establish a new character and um, possibly having more of a face-off of, like, more of a fight scene like we had between the, the door. What is it? The Dora Milaje? The Dora Milaje or whatever. And then some of the... Um, people from un- uh, underwater like I, I <laughs> <laughs> that's how good this is be like you obviously it yeah. obviously stuck with you because you remember their names right yeah. or where they were from exactly so i mean yeah this is as good <laughs> as i expect this is as good as i expected it to be um marvel movies kind of have like a cap in terms of how good i can really think they are especially in this phase i've had more of a good time watching some of their tv shows and that's just because maybe there's more time to establish, but definitely maybe in the more in the beginning of when the phase started than now. Like there's stuff to look forward to, but I don't have any confidence that they could really do anything anymore that I like even as much as the Batman. So I know it's not just comic book movies. I I just know that the product that they're giving me now seems so made for people not my age. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't know, because I never, I understand that they're like, it's meant for children, but I also, I don't use that when people hate on animation, you know, like, I I, I never really fall into that category, because it's like, all movies should be for everybody, I mean, well, I guess that's not true, right, because like, R-rated movies and stuff like that, but... I, I just don't see why it can't appeal to why it can't appeal to adults as well as children, and I do think the adults, or not the adults, but I do think people were there when the quality, like was up to par at least. And it's, it's not anymore. And like, I don't know if that's even the argument that people are making and yeah, it makes a lot of money. Yeah. It's whatever, but this is a, this is bigger than just, Oh, I I'm going to the movies because I actually like these. Like, I do think there is people who are, it's just like, yeah, I'm subscribed. I'm going to fucking do it. Like there's a new Marvel movie out. I'm going to go see it. It doesn't matter what it is. Like we can't even do the thing anymore where people are pretending like, bro, Shang-Chi is my favorite character. That's why I'm going to see this movie. No one's doing that. And I mean, now with Black Panther, they can because, you know, they were either fans of the comics before and realized how goaded he was or this first movie and Civil War and Infinity War like that made them like Black Panther stands. But nobody's a a Wanda stand. Nobody is a fucking Shang-Chi stand. Nobody fucking likes Captain Marvel. Like not even in the comic universe are these like beloved characters, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, why are we like, it's just people pretending now, you know, it's like, it's pop music. Do you actually like Taylor Swift or it's just, what's on the fucking radio. Like it, 
I, that's how I think of it. But the only difference is that there's the transaction, you know, like it's, it's obvious. The money is there to be like, look, people like this quote unquote. And I don't think it is like how many fucking people do you like, do you think these parents who take their kids, like they even care that they like it anymore? Or it's the same thing. It's like, we're going to go see it. Cause I, I know that this will keep you entertained. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. There's just so many indicators is people are like this so yeah i just i it just it boggles my mind that something has become so massive and now is becoming more and more and more inaccessible yeah i mean like how you gathered all these people now just to kind of like push them out to be like well you're not a hardcore fan if you don't like this like but okay like does everybody have to be a hardcore fan to enjoy this like I, I, I don't know that wasn't how it was before that was why they took so many liberties it was because they weren't trying to alienate people and now it does feel like because they've they've won and like they're eating their cake now you know and it's kind of just like well fuck you if you don't like this then you you're not a hardcore fan and i don't i disagree with that because i was for a long time so it'd be different if i had always hated this you know and like i feel like when i first met you that you didn't really care for these movies i kind of convinced you into watching some of them like these are actually kind of cool and you were you know like, yeah and you so that's even the difference before is that i like these movies enough to like dude you should watch these like this is worth your time and now i would i would never recommend these movies to anybody <laughs> like you have to see this you know they've already seen it that's the thing yeah i mean I'm not going to call it specific people, but like the people who I know in my life that I would expect to go see like Black Adam and stuff when I ask them, they're like, no, I haven't gone and seen that. Or like Black Panther, they're like, I'll, I'll probably go see that. Or I, I honestly do think it's kind of like a, well, I'm sure I know somebody who wants to go see that. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably see it with them. But I don't know, man. Whatever. I mean, like, it's not like our opinion matters or anything. Like you said, it's this is, this does nothing except for being an echo chamber for me and you to complain about this but i just wanted the opinion sucks. stated like i just it's wanted on record, record. Huh. yeah it's not even a marvel or dc thing either like the batman people there's a good amount of people that think that's not a good movie but i do like so it's just the quality level man and like i i i would like to think i'm not in the wrong you know just because there's people who do go see these movies and a lot of them i don't think that they're right and i think eventually it's going to come to light that this is this is not right. What's go what's going on in the landscape of movies, you know? <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. It's, it's very interesting to see when the bubble will burst. It's talked about the bubble being bursted for a long time. I think it is burst, but it's just so fucking big that the the time it's going to take for it to finally the for the balloon to finally deflate is going to take a long fucking time. It's like when you poke a little tiny hole in a giant balloon. It's like it takes couple minutes for it to empty out right it isn't like when you do a small one and it just like flies across the room this is a big fucker like this is the titanic sinking you know what i mean and i would like to think that it's 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 happening but we'll see yeah definitely i think and we'll be here to piss on the grave make no, a mention kidding. yeah <laughs> make a mention of the fantastic four and all of it comes back it's just any it's just will one it quality, you know, it's like it, it's going to get you back in. But then it's like now I'm not even expecting it to be good. I'm just like, OK, I, I do want to see that, you know, but am I going to be like, man, this is going to be as good as like Infinity War or whatever? Like, no, probably not. No, I mean, 20 year build like, who's up left like to even be Mr. Fantastic 20 film. Yeah. 20 <laughs> film build up like that. Mr. Fantastic to fucking like we already got the John Krasinski one and then they memed and they killed him right away and like. The, they're now what you know like 
they've gone so far into doing what people want them to do as well that it feels like there's nothing left to even surprise people with. Like, Kang looks cool, but it's because it's Jonathan Majors. It's not because, like, Kang is actually going to be cool. And how many people really fucking like Kang? Like, that's a pretty deep reference. Yeah, that is a deep reference. It's hard to say because, you know, I know that me and you have some comic book experience, but even as people who have some comic book experience, I'm not going to sit here and cap like Kang is like, oh, you don't fucking know Kang. Like, bro, nobody does (laughs) unless you actually know about this shit. So that's that's just my thing is like I don't know if anybody's even they're giving people stuff that they never even knew they wanted you know so I just think people are that's another reason why people are eating it up. I just know Sue is Mrs. Fantastic, right? Mrs. Fantastic? Or no, not Mrs. The Fantastic. Invisible Woman. What are you? The Invisible about? Woman. What? Yeah, my bad. She has a because Namor is a villain to the Fantastic Four as well, isn't he? Well, he's yeah, he is, but he's like an anti-hero. That's the thing is that he's never actually been Villain. wrong about yeah, what he exactly. wants. What do you know? Yeah, so I think there's all those deep cuts that they're expecting people to ride for, and I honestly, at this point, I see the people riding for it. I don't know how long it'll last, though. That's that. That's what the interesting part for me. I don't know how long it'll take. Yeah, I mean, let. Let's talk about Black Adam for a tiny bit here. And the reason I want to bring it up is because that is like another DF list character, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know who he is because you are aware of what comic books are. But nobody was excited for that movie, and that showed. Mm -hmm. You know, the power power structure, the hierarchy of the power structure of the DC universe or whatever the fuck The Rock says, it did not change because people just – don't fucking care. And that's another reason why I think that the what you're saying is like the well people must like this. I don't know if they actually do or it's just the it's the the Marvel brand itself, you know? Like I do think it's the Marvel brand. It's not the characters anymore. And like that's what I'm trying to say of, is why people are still paying this money because they're not doing it for DC. Because they don't fucking know who Black Adam is and DC hasn't given them any inclination that they even know what they're doing. So yeah. they don't trust DC. No. And it, I think Marvel has betrayed people's trust. It That's the difference. It's like DC never had it and Marvel did and is now like, what if we just started making like pretty much DC level crap and be like, oh, well, look, people will eat it up because they haven't realized that we are kind of doing this on purpose now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You know, I just I know this is just a fucking a neck beard rant for the past hour, but I don't know what else to even say. Like. <laughs> I really don't, dude. And this is why, for the most part, we don't talk about movies we don't like because I, I don't have shit to say about them, really. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Because it, it's it's redundant to just be like, oh, it's bad CGI. Like, everybody knows that, and we all know why. Because they fucking, oh, how about that? And Disney's labor practices of how they treat their workers. Like, like fucking shit, and that's why the movie looks like fucking shit. Be like, and we talked about it, like, with Dune. Like, Dune looks good because they fucking cared, and I'm sure one or however many people like it was it was a team mission to make dune look good yeah and i mean i feel that way about avatar i know that that's a different subject that you you think avatar looks exactly as bad as marvel movies do but i i mean i gotta say that i i don't see that but okay sure (laughs) but (laughs) i am saying that when cgi is done with care that it's like we don't have to be living in this worst timeline version of cgi Look at Davy Jones, bro. Back in two thousand, whatever. Be like that shit still looks better than most stuff now. Be like the original Iron Man movie, that suit looked so fucking good when he was in the desert blowing up those terrorists. 
that shit looked real as fuck. But like, and now I, I just, I just don't fucking get it. You know, I really don't understand. Yeah, it's content. I guess like it's not very entertaining content either. But I mean, do you, do you have any other uh, nice things you'd like to say about this movie? No, not really. I don't have too much more to say. Are honestly. you excited for the future of the Black Panther franchise? Not no more the Black Panther franchise because he could bounce around into any universe or any of these stories. Really, he could be a Fantastic Four villain. They've dropped that he's a mutant. He could be in the X Men movie. He's not specifically tied to being in Black Panther. So, yeah, he could go anywhere. So, Black I don't know. As excited as I could be for an, another Marvel movie, I don't know. I these movies. I take one for how it is. I don't know. I haven't even thought that far about the Black Panther universe. I know there's going to be another one. Um, yeah, You've yeah. already reserved your ticket? Huh? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. In yeah, terms would you say of that this the, is enough to tap out? Be like, I will not see the next Black Panther movie? Well, it's like I, I only did watch this to see, um, to see it in terms of... It's only the second one in, in the entry... And I I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's interesting either. So sometimes that's the worst thing. Like I don't care. I think it's 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 cool. This is probably the most unenthusiastic episode we've ever done. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I, I maybe it just has to do with the differences. I don't think it's one of the worst things I've seen, but I don't necessarily think I agree with what it does either. But, you know, I I also... <laughs> this is what all great art does. Leave me feeling completely neutral like I never even happened. Like, that's a good sign. That's a sign of some good art, isn't it? Yeah. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, that's how I feel. Dead inside after watching this. Like, well, yeah, that wasn't terrible. That wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. Be like, but... I mean, this is just like the issues that I have with any other movie we've talked about before that I didn't like. And this movie just has all the same issues that I expect in like Valerian or like I keep bringing up before, like this is just it, like whatever it would be with um, Malignant, like CGI. It's just CGI. Like CGI never excites me, which is why I don't feel like personally I have such an affection either the animation either, because I always kind of feel like this is all like not real. But Dune and Arrival do. Yeah. Because it's based off one, one person or Blade Runner. It's one, there's certain directors or certain people who do have certain things that can really get get it to feel as real as it can be. And it's because I do think it's on set things. I do think it's not all, there's practical effects being used here, which I think just takes more time and more curation. And Dune is already being recorded now, and then it's going to be dropping next year. And I think they just have Warner Brothers knows what it has in Denis Villeneuve or knows what it has in Matt Reeves. But I don't think it necessarily comes as a whole for me that all of a sudden I'm like, I'm excited for things that want to use so much CGI. And so to me, it's like this movie is not as good as the first one, obviously, but in what is shown for phase four, I couldn't expect anything different. And there is a lot of, um, like I said, a lot of the choices that I do see in this movie visually or a lot of shots in here or the story i've i've seen it before or they do stand out but i i'm not gonna sit here and act like i 
thought that was one of the best movies I've seen after I've seen so many other movies this year. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, my, my closing take would be Ryan Coogler. You should run while the getting is good. Go back to making real movies because you are a talented filmmaker. Um, yeah. Uh, Namor, cool. Give me more of that. Uh, I'll, I'll check in for that. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm kind of done with the Black Panther universe itself and most of the Marvel stuff, I would say. Because, like, I didn't really like – I didn't really think Werewolf by Night was that good. I didn't think She-Hulk was very good. I gave that a few a few episodes. Um, Shang-Chi, I like it, but it's because I like kung fu stuff. It wasn't because, like, wow, Shang-Chi is actually really good. Um, I was at such a low point at that time that I was I almost uh, saw the uh, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra or whatever the fuck. Whatever. Snake Eyes, whatever. I almost saw that movie. So then I was like, okay, I'll just see Shang-Chi instead. <laughs> but, yeah, just uh, overall left pretty unenthused by my theater experience today so but hey you got my you got my uh theoretical money from a list so good on you disney i guess they got an episode out of us they're staying at the hotel so (laughs) (laughs) it was nice to have one episode in here where we're like you know what i just i brought you here to bully you (laughs) this is my this is my second one because like i said i didn't like malignant so this was my guess i did like this more film this film more than malignant so that episode was worse going through than this one Hmm. but would you say that you're like it's better to have a worse reaction than to the just to to then just feeling mild instead of like i don't feel either way about this but like at least that made me feel something no because this is a better movie than that movie no okay let's just (laughs) let's just end the plot on that okay (laughs) goodbye bye